0: The cold, honest truth is after I surpassed probably 300, I kind of lost track. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I say that because like, so I'm, I'm, for those that don't know, like I'm a CPA, so I'm an accountant. Um, Excel is like my, my, my bread and butter. So I do have a detailed Excel that I track everything. Um, but there was a point in time where I just stopped so i know how many shoes i have let's say from 2018 to now but there's like a few year gap that i just stopped record keeping so i can't tell you how many shoes i have exactly right now but it's more than a few hundred
1: Welcome to the Soul Savvy Podcast, your home to sneaker culture, community, and connections. Our goal is to provide you with industry insights that you can't find anywhere else, as well as news and stories from the people who helped build sneaker culture into what it is today. From designers to photographers to brand experts, we give you the real scoop on what's going on in the sneaker world as it relates to you, the consumer. What up everybody? I'm a little disappointed in myself that it took Four years, three years, four years coming up right now to get you on a podcast, considering you have been a freaking member since August 25th, 2018. Uh, Sean go! how you doing, man? I'm good. And I, I can't believe you
0: just gave me the exact date that I joined. <laughs> I looked- I've, been, I've been looking for that date for a long time because people ask me, like, how long have you been in Soul Savvy? And I couldn't even tell them.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I looked it up because I was I was curious. Um I think someone mentioned beta. I was like, I don't think you were in the original like 50 beta, but you joined on day one of the public launch, which makes me want to ask did you come to the Toronto event that we had?
0: I don't the think we I, met in.
1: Um it was it an
0: art gallery and some no, in I don't think so. I think okay. the the first one I went to was the one I was speaking at with Alex uh-huh. and that was a uh, Love Child. That was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah that was a great about. vibe. That was probably like year one
1: and a half, somewhere in there. We were we were celebrating. But nonetheless, a pleasure to have you on. Um, again, it shouldn't have taken this long, but you know, nonetheless, we're here. We're gonna talk better
0: late than never, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna talk <laughs> modern to be on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sneakers, content, dad life, Toronto, um, etc. etc. So so let's dive in just for the folks um who might not be familiar with with uh with you and your work. Who are you and what do you do?
0: Yeah, my name is Sean Go. Um some know me as a sneaker photographer, some know me as a sneaker YouTuber. Um I guess I'm a little bit of column A and B. Um I've been doing it for about 6 years now and uh yeah, I just at the end of it all, I'm just the guy that loves sneakers and that's pretty much all you need to know really.
1: Your <laughs> your your sneaker reviewing is like Batman level. Like you do this <laughs> all in your extra time, spare time, weekends and evenings and and I and I give you mad credit for maintaining the day job and at the same time like a full YouTube account which is a ton of work. Um
0: how did you get how did you get into this into this line of sneaker reviewing and content? So I've always been kind of interested in sneaker technologies and from a more like technical standpoint about sneakers so i know there's some people that consume content that's more related to vlogs and like entertainment aspect of things but i've always been more so about you know i just want to know the bread and butter what's so good about this sneaker what's bad about it how's it fit etc cetera, etc cetera. um long story short there were there wasn't really anyone doing that in canada so we mm-hmm. had at the time a couple of sneaker youtubers but they were more in like the vlog space um so I figured, you know, at the time I already had my my Instagram going. That was kind of going decent and people knew me as a photographer of sneakers. Right. But I kind of wanted to challenge myself and say, well, you know, let's get out of my comfort zone, put myself in front of the camera instead of behind and just um, see where it goes. So I made one video where I wasn't even in the in the picture. I posted that and then the second one was me in front of the camera and then the reception was really, really positive positive. What was the um, first video? It was the Adidas. It was uh, the, the, the What's 750s? it called? No. Oh, the first the first first video was 750s, oh. but the one that I was in was um Alpha, Alpha Bounce. Bounce. Alpha yes. Bounce. I'm looking at it right now, yes. Alpha yeah, Bounce. Alpha Bounce. Yeah. So that that's... was it. But the reception's been just 99 percent positive since the beginning. So that's kind of motivated me to keep going. Yeah.
1: But and 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 what made you want to take the plunge? Because I think even six years ago, it feels like, well, well, one, you've definitely been doing it for a decent amount of time. But a lot of people would say, it's too late for me to do X or to do Y or or, or whatever it is because everyone else is doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, what made you want to go for it?
0: Yeah, because even back then, there was already wear testers and yeah. HES kicks and Foamer and all those giants in that space already. But to me, it was never about – I wasn't, like, chasing fame or chasing, like, mm-hmm. you know – whatever number of subscribers on YouTube. It was just a passion, something I wanted to pursue and just a personal challenge just to, again, get out of my comfort zone because I've never been that outgoing and I'm not that comfortable yeah. in front of the camera. I'm still not, but um, that was kind of my motivation on a more like personal level. Yeah, you you make it look
1: very natural at this point. <laughs> uh, I, I tried to do my best, my best Sean go impersonation i forget what we were doing maybe the soul savvy three or four on camera and i was like man this shit is hard (laughs) because you you do like 15 takes you are like this isn't good enough And, and there you have sean like riffing off materials and textures and grips and everything like it was scripted to this point like how much do you actually prepare for something like this
0: so it, it varies if it's something like an air jordan one or like a dunk right. or like a new Balance 2002 r like we've seen i've uploaded a billion of those different colorways of those shoes so for those kind of sneakers it's kind of second nature to me because i know right what exactly is the in the guts of the sneaker it's at the end of the day i'm just really talking about materials and colors yeah um but if it's something new um, uh, then yeah i gotta do my homework i gotta make sure i'm giving correct information to the best of my knowledge so that requires a little bit of homework a little bit of research before i get in front of camera and start like blabbing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well and it's like i'm looking through your oldest videos right now to give me a little flashback into the past and i i I know exactly what friggin' years this is because i'm seeing the flying at racers i'm seeing all the ultra boost and adidas (laughs) yeah right we're in the kobe kobe 11 um, the fly knits, like I remember this, this year very distinctly. And I think this was the year that we started Kicksteals kick Steals Canada. I want to say, um, it feels like it was 26, 2016 when we did and oh, that fly knit racer, um, that run of like 20 pairs that they put out was glorious. And you know, it's my favorite sneaker. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I you. know.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely. I was just gonna say, like, I know you're a big racer guy. Do you yeah. still have your collection or is it
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i got 36 pairs and Jeez. you know i always look at the the pistachio um that pack i forget what um the actual like the, ma-
0: the macaron pack or, or something yes like that, that, or... that's
1: that's what it was i bought that pack like not willingly i was like ah oh, god damn it i bought every pair and i just i have to do this but like they were my favorite colors, and i still look them. i'm like should i just get rid of them on <laughs> on collect and make someone else happy um, but I can not bring myself to, but that was a great, that was a great year for, for sneakers. And, um, I think probably about a, maybe 12 to like 18 months before things got kind of crazy in the, in the, the resale world and thoughts yeah, and, yeah, and all that stuff. Um, I sound old, but 2016 was great. I'm, I'm ready for the return of 2016 and 2020 Latter half of
0: this year, maybe even to mm-hmm. next year. It's funny though. Every year I do, or for the past handful of years, I've been taking like a pile shot, yeah, of my yearly pickups. So it's yeah. kind of interesting looking back like 20. I don't even know when the first year I started, but in my mind, like I know how much I paid resale or like when like the resale thing started going crazy. and right. It's, it's kind of sad because you look yeah. back and like, damn, that was a good year. Like all those shoes I got for retail. And anyways, yeah, yeah. And then honestly, <laughs> probably 17
1: was 17, 18 was kind of crazy because it was really starting to shift what was happening in sneakers and obviously led to us starting soul savvy and probably why you joined at that point. Cause you're like, this is, this is freaking ridiculous. Um, I remember a 20 team was, I was like, this is, this is out of control. Yeah. Um, and we, and we had to do something. Um, so we started the building, but back to, back to you, um, at that point when you started the channel, how
0: many sneakers did
1: you have in your collection?
0: The, The cold, honest truth is after I surpassed probably 300, I kind of lost track. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I say that because like, so I'm, I'm, for those that don't know, like I'm a CPA, so I'm an accountant, um, Excel is like my, my, my bread and butter. So I do have a detailed Excel that I track everything. Um, but there was a point in time where I just stopped so i know how many shoes i have let's say from 2018 to now but there's like a few year gap that i just stopped record keeping so i can't tell you how many shoes i have exactly right now but it's more than a few hundred yeah that happened to me in 2020
1: i used to have like a yearly sheet what i bought what i paid what i had sold like i was like really meticulous about it and then the pandemic happened and it was like you know what Fuck it. I'm just going to buy all the sneakers that I want because whatever. And then I had a child, but uh, priorities um, shift you back into, uh, into reality a little bit. Um, And now obviously um, with collect, I uploaded every single pair I owned and I know my, my answer is just under 600, which is crazy to say. You're up there.
0: Has it slowly like, like every year it's gone up and up and up, or are you kind of netting to zero? No, 2022
1: 20, 20, 20, I mean, I, I I could ask you the same question. I feel like I bought more sneakers in the last two years since the pandemic started than I have the previous two years for sure. Um, there was just an endless, just the chase, mm-hmm. right? There's always yep. shoes. It felt like a lot of stuff came back and um, right or wrong, everything was selling out, which just kind of gave you that FOMO of, I got to buy the damn thing because if I don't, it'll be double the
0: price in a year which happens all the time yeah i think this year there's been a little bit of a shift i don't know like yeah. it, it seems like things aren't for sure like, resale's kind of dying i think and things aren't Not selling realistic. as fast as we realistic I think, or, yeah yeah absolutely and, and i think i've also been doing a better job on a personal level of just controlling how many i actually keep so yeah. past couple of years, especially with pandemic and all that stuff, I've been buying like a ton of pairs for the channel, like strictly for the purpose of reviewing. Right. And old me would have been maybe saying, "I'll buy five and I'll keep three or four because <laughs> yeah. I need them because I need them for some yeah, reason." Quote, quote, um, but now I think I'll do I'll buy five and I'll keep two. Yeah, which is like you know a lot better than
1: before. Yeah and and, oh no, i I did the same thing. And I think for me, especially it's I, i've I've been trying to look at my collection more as a I think this is what the pandemic did pandemic did to me and the last stance as well. I was kind of curating my sneakers based off like what should be in my collection? what I feel like should be in my collection versus like what do I actually want want in it? And I've just been making cuts left and right. and there's like, mm-hmm a couple size 11 members and collect who are just reaping <laughs> the benefits, um, picking up my, my used heat, picking up my GRs for like 50 bucks. And it's good to see them finding a home, but yeah. Curating for, for myself more than, than ever before has always felt good. And, um, cause you're going to enjoy that stuff, right? In 10 years, when you're looking at it, like, why the hell do I own this? If you mm. don't care about it now. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Same thing. Like I've, I've been up offloading a ton of pairs size nine and a half to ten and a half yeah. whoever's in that range has been benefiting from you yeah. know my my steals as they call it yeah i think i i think i got my jordan 11 what
1: did i buy from you um because you're i'm a 10 and a half 11 you're like a 10, 10 and a half. i bought a pair of jordan 11s from you and it's slipping my legend blues that's what it was i bought those from you a, a while back i'm was pretty I, sure like when i was in souls have you
0: ready or yeah you I, yeah i must have maybe csx i don't know a facebook I could, group i don't know don't i honestly don't remember. i've sold so many pairs over the years i
1: definitely <laughs> bought them from
0: you that's for sure and
1: i and i still have them nice um, nice Nice. but yeah so w- kind of um what's what's your favorite sneaker of all time you, you know we were talking about the final racer but what what gets you excited <laughs> you see a new colorway announced and you're like i gotta have that
0: tomorrow if we're talking like a specific colorway of a specific sneaker all time is the White Cement 3, but if we're talking like a general sense of what silhouette, silhouette kind of, yeah. you know, is, I'd say uh, probably an Air Max 1 or, yeah, Air Max 1, Jordan 3, can you hear that?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I, it's funny. So for everyone who might not have heard that, I, I hear a baby in the <laughs> yeah. background and I looked at my baby monitor. I'm like, is that my kid? But I think nope, it's that's worse. mine.
0: That's mine. He's like right next door.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's it's subtle enough. People in the car listening right now are just going to be confused as hell, but it's all good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say Air Max 1, uh, Air Jordan 1, Air Jordan 3. Yeah, nice. those are probably my top three.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, the Air Max 1, I mean, all three models have had a nice run over the past um five six years i think i'm at the point where the with the jordan one that i've i'm very comfortable with the realization that the jordan one colorways coming out now are not for me as a collector who has 15 pairs and definitely does not need 16 17 and 18 or the fourth version of a blue jordan one or or a red that's for the for the new collector who might not have the chicagos or the Reds at this point
0: but we all need the chicagos coming out um Yeah, that's that's a, that's a must-have but i'm in the same boat like i, I like I, I appreciate a lot of these jordan one colorways yeah. that are coming out and i think a lot of them are really really nice but at the end of the day i'm looking at my closet and i'm like i have a chicago one i have a bread oh, i'm right. black toe one i have a bread one something even like a bread toe which yeah. is like going for a lot of money but i'm like yeah. i'm not going to wear this yeah but nine times out of ten i'm going to pick one of the og colorways over a bread toe so yeah then i just let it go
1: Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, like the visionary, the Volt Jordan ones, like I love those, but I also have the Gatorade Jordan ones and that Volt colorway. And I'm like, I don't need two Volt Jordan Um, ones. It's just, there's, there's no point. And, um, you know, I think back to the, remember the Obsidian Jordan ones in 2018?
0: I think the The light like UNC blue with a dark blue. Yeah. I think that Obsidian. Yeah.
1: That was the craziest Jordan one year of, Maybe all time. The run of colorways was amazing, but it was also the fact that resale on them was out of control in sizes like seven to nine and a half. And I was looking back at it the other day. Um, A size 11 was going for 195 USD. And we had sizes 13 and 14 in 2018. After we launched, we couldn't even sell for retail because people are like, why would I pay retail for obsidian Jordan ones in a big size? Oh boy. Um, (laughs) Four years does a lot to the sneaker industry. Refresh
0: my memory though. What other Jordan ones dropped
1: that year? Um, I think bread toes were that year. Um, we had we had breads and Royals, but that might have been seventeen. Um, there was yeah, like yeah, a twelve month yeah. stretch where just the colorways were amazing. Maybe even the court purples, purple toes. Green oh toes.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like just all the yes, all like
1: exactly. the like basically. Oh, um, storm blues. Mm-hmm. Um, I think UNC's came in at some point in that range basically it was like all the chicago or bread colorways of every different shoe like using that og color blocking for maybe it was 16 or months or two years but it was just like shoe after shoe and it's those the yellow toe ones coming out aka the taxis um coming out right now feel like they're from that from that era but with a ton of stock
0: i like that i like to hear that a ton of stock
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll ask you this question. What do you think of those shoes? Uh,
0: The taxis? Yes. I like them. I like them. Um, I had the pollens. And I feel like these are just an upgrade Well, depending on how the quality is in person, but color blocking wise and the, the hue of the yellow. I mm-hmm. think it's just an upgrade over the pollens. So yeah. I'm excited for those.
1: Yeah, I agree. And it's the biggest Jordan release of the quarter, which is always great to see. And I, I'm always checking kind of the secondary market to see where it's at. And this one's already kind of trending towards um, like under 200 USD, which is yeah, always but, great to see. I think the more yeah, people that can wear their shoes, um, the better off the, the culture is as a whole. Um, what shoe do you enjoy reviewing the most? Is it something you're you're comfortable with and you know you can open it up and be like... Jordan One, I'm gonna smash this this review right now. Or is it something like completely out of left field? And your question might be uh, answered differently depending on the amount of sleep you've gotten with a newborn. But uh, <laughs> you can caveat if you want to. I'll put it in two
0: ways. If it's yeah. something I know it's gonna get a lot of views and it's right. gonna get traffic on my channel, then I would obviously prefer something that's like a mo- a silhouette that I've that I'm familiar with. Right. So if it's like a Travis Scott Jordan One Low which I posted on my channel not too long ago, there's not really too much that's different than past Travis Scott's that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a personal like fulfillment level, yeah. like just feeling like accomplished, I definitely prefer something new, like a, when Jordan brand releases a new silhouette or when new Balance drop, like the 920, which is like a new silhouette, technically, even though the, the soul yeah. is like reused, but something like that's like f- more refreshing and it's not yeah. like, I'm just going through the motions, if that makes sense.
1: For sure. No, for sure. And and do you know what your number one video is of all time right now on your channel? Is it the blazer? Yeah, I'm shocked <laughs> by the how <laughs> the early the white and black blazer. Yeah, the most <laughs> GR, one of the top 10 GR Nikes, period, right now. How early did you have how and why? What keywords did you hit? I know you know I every time I Jock Slade tells me that the thumbnail is like super important. How did you how did you nail this one? It's got a half a million
0: views. Right? I don't put any th- deep thought into <laughs> the content I post. Like I don't clickbait. I don't do any of that. So the tags are just legit. What the shoe is. I think it's just the general consumer.
1: Yeah, they're looking
0: for a review of a blazer, and a lot of other channels maybe they might skip over those GR shoes because there's no hype surrounding it. But hmm. I find a lot of my top performing. Uh, videos are just the grs which is pretty cool like i think before that it was the the roshi 2 or something like that which yeah,
1: yeah roshi 2 filed, by yeah. sale triple
0: black yeah yeah so mm.
1: <laughs> yeah well i mean there's there's repeat um, searchability to that right there's you know the high and obviously the travis scott um dark mochas are in here and off-white um air max 90s are on here but if there's a certain point where people don't have a, a purpose to search for a review about that sure that colorway but that blazer um, and the monarchs um, and racers and, and uh, Air Max ninety seven silver bullets are, I mean, those classics, are those classics. Yeah, yeah. People are always kind of
0: pulling up and, and looking at again. I'm still getting comments on those videos today. Uh, they're asking me, "Hey, bro, like, <laughs> can you legit check or like, you know, some question about like how did it hold up over the years and uh, things like yeah, that?" Yeah. Which is cool. No, it's uh, it's
1: amazing. You got one hundred twenty six thousand subscribers on YouTube. How does that feel?
0: it's it's cool yeah it's 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 dope like i mean it started off as just let's just do one video and then um yeah been, i've been doing this just as a side gig and to see where it's gone where it's gone it's pretty cool yeah i won't lie does does anyone stop you in the streets of toronto and go sean <laughs> bro love your reviews can you hook me up <laughs> uh yeah it actually happens um chance more more likely than not if i go to a footlocker or a champs mm. Um, more like usually someone would come up to me and say hi. Yeah. Um. Some I went to a wedding on the weekend and someone, one of the guests that I didn't know, he came up to me and like, "Hey, I've been following your channel since you were at six thousand subs." Oh wow!
1: Yeah, that's gonna feel great. That's gonna feel. It great. Does
0: it does so at the same time? You know, you gotta be kind of more aware of how you uh, are in public. Yeah, because you never fair. know who's like looking at you and knows of you which is kind of weird so but it's yeah no it's flattering
1: collect is a first of its kind peer-to-peer member marketplace app that allows you to buy sell and trade your sneakers a first in the industry with no fees paid to soul savvy on top of that you can showcase and manage your entire collection from the app we built this to empower buyers so prices are lower and more fair Learn more about Collect at www.soulsavvy.com slash collect. Well, so I have to understand. Why the hell do you say is back when you talk about... Oh,
0: oh,
1: let's get into that. (laughs) Okay, you have 60 (laughs) seconds. Go.
0: Long story short, is back. Hashtag I-Z-B-A-K stands for the hype is back. Um, So I originally used that... When the dunks were coming back, mm-hmm. so SB dunks were coming back, I'm like, "Oh, the dunk yeah. hype, dunk, dunk hype is back." Eventually, shortened down to just "is back." And then um, I know New Balance. It's not really the same story. Like New Balance didn't really have that same level of hype that SB dunks had in the mid 2000s. But I just, I'm like, I think the the saying is funny. I'm just going to use it. So I just yeah. started throwing it on all my New Balance posts too. So does it, does a, it
1: have anything to do with the Raptors winning the championship?
0: Does the timing line up there at all, or no? Absolutely not. No, just not the just the coincidence. The now contract, <laughs> nothing like that, huh? No, unfortunately not. But no, it's it's just something I just, just something I say now. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, and and speaking of the um, the NBA championship,
1: twenty nineteen, that was a big big year for the city um what did that mean for, for you as a basketball fan as a sneakerhead for the city of toronto what was that what was that moment like oh we're switching oh, hats for i didn't this, know we're
0: talking raptors well even though this is technically jays but is in the blue, raptors colors blue uh, what did it mean yeah. um man that was what a year like first of all that was the first the last year of normal it's very true Yep that, that was the year i got married yeah um I've been watching the Raptors since the first season, 95, 96, mighty mouse, Damon Stoudemire went to the Skydome games, uh, lined up for autographs and all that stuff. I've seen like the down years, uh, T T Mac leaving, Vince leaving, Bosch yeah. leaving. Um, I honestly would never have put money down that I would see a Raptors championship in my lifetime. Yeah. To put it, to put it honestly. Um, and, it's just no, like, I just look back. I'm always on YouTube looking back on 2019 highlights. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel those same chills as I did when I was watching it. Yeah.
1: Any any feelings towards um, Kawhi for leaving or you're like, you know what? You I got our one, one championship. You did what you had to
0: do for the for the team and for yourself. All good, bro. The man was like hobbling by the end of the playoffs. Yeah, he won us a title. He just wanted to go home, which I totally understand. Yeah. Um, he put one hundred and ten percent of his effort in that one season. That's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah, no, no. Full, 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 respect. Um, what's Toronto like as a as a sneaker city? Um, would you compare it to anywhere else? Is it unique in its own? You're laughing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in the last handful of years, the the amount of like reselling, I th- but this probably like a worldwide thing. So I, I'm just not. Like I don't I don't visit New York, or I don't visit Chicago or Vancouver mm-hmm. enough to know like how those cities are. But like from mm-hmm. what I see for Toronto, it's just become so um mainstream and just everyone's in it for the dollar. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, it's kind of killed the Bad. you know, like it used to be much more of a tight knit community and mm-hmm. back in the days where you'd know like your local footlocker manager and we'd have like summits from Nike talk members and we'd all meet up and like show off our shoes and stuff like that. That whole mm-hmm. aspect was kind of missing before the community. Soul Savvy, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Soul Savvy's kind of tried to inject that whole sense of community back yeah. in, in the space, but in larger scale of Toronto, it's kind of just,
1: uh, and first and I-
0: of all, everyone's into sneakers these days and a, yeah. lot, a good chunk of the people that are into it are just trying to resell, which kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably a fair statement to say about every city, which is like what opened more, st- like boutiques and stores with authorized Nike accounts, Adidas accounts, or consignment stores in the malls across every suburban city um, period. I think it's a very much, a. Uh, I think every city is going through that. And I think the pandemic definitely didn't help that sense of community and, and, and culture building and, and the experience because we were all kind of cooped up inside and it, and it took away from some of that stuff. Which is why, honestly, I'm so excited for the rest of this year and next year because it's like, and I've been saying this before, it's a nice little reset for a space that like caught fire in the good ways and the bad ways as far as like interest goes. And um, I'm ready for it to be semi-normal because there's no situation where a a Nike Griffey sneaker needs to be reselling for like 300 bucks and people are (laughs) botting it. Like that just doesn't need to exist. Nike didn't make that sneaker for it to be you know, a commodity,
0: but that's what happened in the middle of the pandemic. to so many sneakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People were stuck at home and on the computers and just needed money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Money right. was tight. And, you know, with the recession going on now, like we'll see what happens. Cause yeah, there's a tough times for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. There's a podcast I'm going to record that might be around resellers and selling bricks. Cause I am noticing things that, or things are disappearing at 20, 30% off and being sold at retail, which they're always going to find out how to make money. It's just about us. And when I say us, I say soul savvy, helping people get shoes for below retail, which is why I'm excited because um, there's more more opportunity for that. Um, so like we said at the top of the pod, you have been a member Coming up in four years and ten days, um, which is which is pretty crazy. I, I appreciate the support. I hope you're not still paying monthly at this point. Um, no, 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 no. I did that the annual great. lump sum thing. For great, sure. you switched to the new discounted rate and everything. Okay, perfect. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, what is your or do you have any memories as a member about a release or, or buying something that comes to mind that um I mean that you you could share
0: right now. There's been so many, man, there's been so many ups answer. and downs, honestly, though. <laughs> yes. But, very, but very, very. But that's part of the experience, right? That's sneaker culture, though, right? Yeah. Being logged in on um, the Zooms, the live Zooms and joining yeah. in with you and Connor and yeah. all those other guys. And like, I, I remember copying the um, the Union 1s, the Union yes. 4s, uh, man, so 50s. many like chances are like remember the Easy Glow 350s? Was that crazy too?
1: I, that one sticks around for me because I got a text message at like 11 in the morning from doesn't matter who that the Adidas site was going to have a shock drop of the glow three fifties at like a random time. It was like nine, 10 or 11 and I'm driving and I just, I went in Slack. I was like, Hey, something's happening at night. Just be on your computer at, at X time. And I didn't say anything. And then I was a little nervous because I was like, this is so weird. Like, less than 12 hours notice, but it happened. Um and it was exciting. I think everyone got those Globe 350s. And um that yeah, was I like
0: imagine, I, I grabbed a pair, but I just don't remember the, the context of yeah I guess for me it was much more exciting because
1: I was driving home from Portland and I was like, <laughs> can I even get home in time for this shit? Um but that was like the the shock drop era is is definitely over. That was like 18 19 maybe a little bit of 20 where like things would just like surprise you out of nowhere and release which I don't know if it's good or bad. It's probably for the best. Cause that was,
0: it was a lot of being on edge. Um, yeah, I mean, at the same time, those kind of shock drops. They're fun. Yeah, it is fun. Oh. Everyone's just on their phone. Like, Oh my God, what's dropping? The, the Slack is freaking out and all those emojis. That was, it's good times.
1: Yeah. The, the, um, you know what, um, your Slack, Slack one, the, our first Canadian community is the only one where non-staff can post an announcements. And it took, like, three years to get that to a point where it made sense because it was chaos before that. Um, and we tried to do the same with other communities to allow people to contribute to, re- like, releases and stuff. And never, it just didn't get there in other communities because people would just, like, post their password announcements, unlock their phone, their kid would post something, and it just drove people nuts. But. Shout out to Slack One. You're the only community that um, has announcements privileges in, in all of Soul Savvy. So, well, OG heads, that's all. <laughs> OGs of Soul Savvy. Um, so a, a quick a quick tangent on um, dad life. Um, your son is now six months old, right? Yeah. For all the fathers, soon to be fathers out there, um, what advice would you give, if any? At all, whether it's work-life balance, changing diapers, um, avoiding said poopy on yourself, whatever it might be, <laughs> prepare the fathers who are expect who are expecting right
0: now or the mothers. Yeah, yeah I think uh, there's a couple of things say. for sure. Yeah. Um number one, even though you may not have like even though you can't provide maybe necessarily to the same level as mom can, like in terms mm-hmm. of feeding, um, support in any other way you can so for me it was changing diapers Mm -hmm. um washing all the dishes all the time um sterilizing everything when you can just cleaning up so things like that just don't even wait to to be asked just do it yeah mom puts Um, in a ton of work yeah
1: um i remember i had a baby tracking app where we like track tracked everything the bottles the poops the peas the diaper changes (laughs) I changed 180 diapers straight <laughs> after birth because I was like, hey, I'm completely useless right now um, outside of the things you kind of just mentioned.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, We become experts at those things really, really fast. Yep. And I think another thing for me, really important for anyone that's expecting, uh, take as many pictures and videos as you can i know you hear this all the time it's so cliche wow. but i look back like we think like me and my wife we think we're taking a lot of pictures and videos but then we look back we're like oh man like you know it's the things you don't even expect so yeah. not necessarily when he's smiling or whatever just just put the camera on when you're just holding him or yeah. you are you know just everyday life just capturing the moment yeah those are the little things that you probably would cherish the most in the, when you look down the road because they grow up so mm. freaking mm. fast
1: and that's like such an adult parent thing to say oh they're growing up so fast and anyone doesn't have kids it's like just shut up that's not true but it's, it's true. So <laughs> true yeah like you 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 look back at two weeks ago and like when did you start walking and talking and oh, throwing man. peaches at me like when i can't did this even happen? i can't
0: imagine like it's gonna
1: come so soon but I, i'm so I, scared <laughs> and mine is now running in the hallways at at 14 and a half months like an, a little adorable uh maniac who I love but it's work it's work any <laughs> any other any other dad 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 tips or advice maybe for, from a sneaker, sneaker head perspective how many
0: does your your son have any sneakers lined up did you buy yeah, any he, he has a ton so word of advice um they honestly don't even need to wear shoes until they're like technically even now he's six months he doesn't really need to wear shoes so if you other than like collecting because it's cute like you don't need oh. to buy 2c 3c like those are come just come on
1: bro 2c 1c mars yard baby mars yard come on
0: i have all those that's the problem
1: it's cute <laughs> as fuck why would you not want to do that to your child it's adorable because that's bad advice they I'm just, not they you just, just kick it advice. off
0: they kick it off and i don't want to lose like a mars yard <laughs> at the mall or something
1: <laughs> all right sean says that's his advice my advice is don't listen to sean um but how many shoes? How many shoes have you bought your son?
0: He has probably twenty
1: pairs. I'm in. The, yeah, I'm in the same. I'm. I yeah. think I'm at like forty.
0: Yeah, that's. It's um. Yeah. It's bad. As long as it's coming from my bank account, my wife doesn't care. So. Facts. I
1: got all mine pre pre uh, pregnancy, so I, I slid that into the budget when no one was looking. <laughs> um, but now I'm buying baby easy slides because they're easy to put on and. There's no laces. Um, that's 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 great advice. Um look at the shoe and make sure it's child ready for yes being put on. Um Jordan one, baby Jordan ones, super cute, absolutely miserable to put on feet, like the worst. Mm-hmm. Um the Mars yard though, I give it, I give a shout out to Tom Sachs. He designed those or whoever Nike did. Um they're so easy to
0: slide on and, and put on. I got some new balances. I think the elastic it's like an elastic uh lace. Yep. yeah 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you don't have to tie it which is really nice
1: yeah I think the baby foam posits I got um are the same are the same and I I showed up to a photo shoot uh well like a like a family shoot with a photographer and she looked down she's like oh you guys have matching sneakers did you do that on purpose I was like yeah (laughs) yeah I um I, I definitely did um but moving on to um kind of or moving back into your collection and um collect we got some um some quick hitting questions for you around your collection what is the oldest sneaker in your collection date not since you bought it but like what's
0: the oldest sneaker um when did uh shoot when did the easy 2s come in 2012
1: uh, easy ones were 2009, easy twos, two twos. I know I'm I'm I, I was gonna say 2011, I'm everyone heard the clack. Um, it was
0: 2012. 2012, right? Um, and then black cement, oh, I think it's the black cement threes from 2011, if that existed. Was it 2011 or 20?
1: Nice, so you haven't went a little deeper into the the nostalgic
0: archive. Actually, no, I lied, I lied, I lied. I've no, I'm totally lying. I have. I was going to say, how are you? I have Skunk um, yep. SB Highs. I wow, have okay. Stucy SB Lows. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crap. I forgot all about those. Um, Band Aid SB Dunk Lows. <laughs> so, a bunch yeah. of like older SBs. I totally forgot about those. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I was, was going to say, I feel like you're, you have dad brain. Yeah, definitely. Around yeah, your yeah. Right now. Um, There's a lot of shoes I haven't seen in years. Let's just put it that way. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel that um, Up the way somewhere. <laughs>
1: wh- wh- what sneaker got you hooked on shoes? Uh, t- 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 hooked. So that's one, of the one that you remember, like, you know what, this is this started it for me, or it really made me kind of love shoes even
0: more. So my first exposure was the Jordan 12 playoff, like the OGs when I was in elementary school, but I wouldn't say that hooked me. That kind of made me aware that there existed Air Jordans in the world. Um, I think it was the Air Jordan 21. Yeah. was really when I was like, wow, the tech with the the pods that you can interchange, like this was like, whoa, what kind of, you know, next level technology is this? So I think that's really what kickstarted, um, the 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 passion, I'd say. Nice, nice, yeah. um, awesome. And I've lost track
1: of my my questions for you. Um, best steal or
0: retail cop? I gotta say the the easy twos, the pure plats. I won it on the Nike Toronto Twitter just... first come first serve thing or whatever. You you remember that, right?
1: Not in Toronto. I was gonna say Goodfoot. That's, that's what was coming to mind to me or even livestock. But I don't know if livestock was in Toronto at that time.
0: I don't think so. But for anyone listening that doesn't, I wasn't aware. So basically, Nike Toronto used to have a store on Bloor Street at Bloor and Bay. Um, And then the way they released it was, they said at any point in the day, they're gonna make a tweet. And once they tweet that you have to like DM them with the hashtag that they posted along with your size or your name and size. Um, so people were just waiting, refreshing Twitter all day. I didn't think I had a chance. And then, um, I was doing whatever. I was like out to lunch, running errands, went back home. It was like four o'clock. I'm like, Hmm, they still didn't post it. I'm like, okay, well, let me sit on the couch and, and see if they, tweeted in the next hour or so. And they did. And then I, I managed to hit the pure plots. The OG, OG shock drop right there. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember the, um, the Red October easy to drop at all? I do, yeah. I was on my computer, stepped away to do, who knew, to do, I don't know, who knows what. I forgot and come back, let's say, half an hour after the drop. And, uh, oh, wow, I missed it. I think it was a Sunday. Who does that on a Sunday? I think so, yeah. I think who so. does that on
1: a Sunday morning? Like, the disrespect to everyone <laughs> sleeping in after being up for sneakers um, Wednesday through Saturday.
0: Did you manage never... to hit it on those? Or
1: No, I think I was at... A music festival, or I was slept in. Um, it's one I'm having blurred memories around um, what happened around that one. Um, but, anyways, um, what's on your what's on your your watch list? What's next for you that you're you're looking to buy um, personally, not to just review yeah
0: uh for sure to keep is the lost and found is it called lost and found or reimagined chicago ones they're changing the names i don't know whatever you know the 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 vintage looking one um yeah Yeah. the og twos are coming out. i think they pushed it to december yeah uh white cement threes is that confirmed the the vintage looking one i have no comment okay well we'll see if that releases that's definitely a two two pair cop for sure okay so you're Um, going og in the archive for the pickups what do you think there's got to be something that's like so i know i'm a manier jordan fours eh, i'm kind of lukewarm on those the 12s eh. yeah um what else am i missing it's got to be what
1: there's not a lot of visibility into q4 because of how stores are prioritizing what makes it into or brands are prioritizing what makes it into kind of the release calendar because they're focusing on getting um we saw the chicago ones already get delayed Three weeks or something like that um because they're just trying to manage the supply chain so that's kind of like at a high level what what we know that's happening i'm sure some some dope stuff's gonna pop up and um, we're probably forgetting something like i said with
0: um two can com- combine dad brains um things <laughs> oh i don't know if you know anything about new balance but the v6 the 990 v6 i don't know no. when that's supposed to drop it's been delayed for a while but yeah. probably stuck on a boat um I, I thought it was interesting they arc uh
1: they archived the 992 i don't know if you if you knew that but um yeah yeah, yeah i heard yep. tucked it away and said all right it did its it did its part we're gonna did.
0: yeah i it think it's a good ours. decision though it's a good decision
1: yeah i'm like oh, shit good on you guys and they've been going hard on the 2002 r and, and and different things this year so i'm just
0: waiting for the 998s and 997s and 999s to come back that's gonna be good it's it, it's it's inevitable we are yeah. in
1: but it's, they've been smart. New balance has been great. Yeah. Um, what do you have for trade right now?
0: For anyone listening? Uh, What's I don't think I've about? ever really traded. Oh, I'm so- not much of a trader. No, no. I just find it too complicated to find something exactly I that I want that someone wants from me.
1: Well, this is where <laughs> I plug so savvy collect for memories. And, um, in the future, um, the public, but yeah, trading can be, can be tough. Um, I think within sneaker industry as a whole, everyone's trying to get a one-up on someone where it's just supposed to be fair. It's, it's, I get something that you want. For example, um, I just traded my CDG foams for turtle doves Did I technically pay resale for the turtle doves. As far as the fact that I paid $500 for the foams. (laughs) yada 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 whatever but i bought the foams, realized you know i'm not going to wear them um not the most comfortable thing in my opinion and i wanted the turtle doves and i missed out on that day because it was an absolute shit show and we swapped and we were both really happy um in that situation um but it requires two people coming just kind of being um, realistic about the
0: whole uh, trade experience yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no definitely like i i the the infrastructure that's in place with collect Makes it very enticing. I just you know just never got around to it yet. But yeah. one day for one sure one
1: day. I'm gonna find a 10 and a half in your collection and that will fit <laughs> me and make you an offer like the legend blues. Um well look, Sean, it has uh been a pleasure. Um I'm glad we got you on finally after literally four years of uh, you being a Soul Savvy member, and hopefully round two will not be in 2026. We'll find some occasion to have you back on and have more of a focused podcast. And we can always say things like, "Oh, if you want to learn more about Sean, listen to episode whatever hundred and change this is about." And um, we'll we'll talk about another topic next time. But um, yeah, thanks thanks for joining us. Tell the people where where they can find you on the internet and and watch your your content.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I mean, you can you guys can find me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Sean go um, Instagram. If you guys want to check out my photos at S go eight and Twitter, which I seldom use, but I'm still around there. Uh, Sean dot go spelt out. So nice. That's, Are you TikToking yeah. yet? Nah, bro. Like, I feel weird. Like, I'm a dad. Nah, I don't know. <clears throat> it's like Yeah, they have to be like young or like really old. There's no really in between. I don't you're,
1: know. You're, you're Yeah, you're in the awkward place. Of yeah. Can't be on TikTok.
0: Yeah, for now at least give me give me 10 years when okay. when my when Grayson's old enough to get embarrassed then I'll... <laughs> I love it I love it
1: um thanks again for for joining us and uh, as always a pleasure to have you in the community and
0: and watching your videos and, and supporting what you do no thanks for everything soul savvy does makes my life a lot easier honestly so uh thanks man. Thank you for listening to another episode of
1: the Soul Savvy Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on social media at Soul Savvy with one V on all platforms. To learn more about Soul Savvy and join our community, please visit www.soulsavvy.com slash join.